The following program may contain discussion of topics that are surreal, strange, or controversial. Suspension of disbelief is encouraged. So panic. <laughs> Hello, good evening, good night, all that great stuff. You are tuned into the Great Red Shift right here on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. My name is Matt. And I'm Amelia. That was, I don't know, I did that all in one breath, so I'm pretty impressed. I, I'm out of breath from running across the studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot our Creature of the Week book, and I was like, oh, crap, crap, we need that. The Element Encyclopedia <laughs> of Magical Creatures is what we read out of every yeah. week, by the way. <laughs> that I just frantically ran to try to find. Yeah. Hey, look, there's our post-it note. That we have not been keeping. <laughs> it's Yeah, we have a sticky note in the front of the Creature of the Week book. With, like, all of the letters of the alphabet. So we know which ones we've chosen, like, talked about or not. Um, but we, we we had a system going, but it's... <laughs> this is, like, spring of 2006. It's 17, man. It's old. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. <laughs> I'm old. Well, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to our show. That's the show. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> no, no. Not literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, know. not literally. Um, um, <laughs> it's It's been a long day. Um, we had, so we have, um, I keep almost saying astrology. astrology. I know, I say astrology too. You know, because everyone asks me, oh, do you like your astrology class? I'm like. Astronomy? Yeah. So, um, when I, when I, ch- I love space and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But when I chose it, I didn't realize how much math was going to go into it. And then we got into class. She was like. <laughs> By the way, it's going to require math. And I was like, oh, gosh. And I'm like texting you from class going, um, do you get this math right? Just to make sure you're good. Yeah, I got it yesterday when she was going over it. <sighs> that class was annoying. Why? Because these the people in front of me, that girl that asked. Oh, okay, let me not talk about people on the air. Um, a certain individual that asked a bunch of questions. Right. Um, <laughs> She didn't get it. And she, um, so the girl in front of me, like directly in front of me, also didn't get it. And the lady next to me didn't get it. Well, when she was on the board explaining it, and the girl next in front of me was when she's like, "This is not," she said, "This is not um, algebra." Yeah. She was like, "I got a hundred percent, and this is not it." And I was like, "But while she was talking, the girl in front of me, the two girls were on their phones, and they're like talking to each other." And I was like, "Well, you're not gonna get it because you're on your phone, right?" And I saw her scrolling on Facebook. I was like. <laughs> See, I totally missed all of that because myself was over there having a panic attack, an anxiety attack. Yeah. Because some jerk person, because that's the only way I can explain it on the radio, took my seat, even though I have like a paper saying, that is my seat, do not move it. No, he didn't know that. (laughs) No, but still. He knows, like, I sit there every day. Yeah. There's even one time she, like, the professor put a paper there saying, reserved. I wonder why. um... I kind of want to tape that paper to the seat. I never understood why people um uh like did that thing where they um there's people looking in the studio right now. Yeah, it's oh so. Yeah, there it is. Anyways, I'll pick out <laughs> um but um what when y'all should relate to this. The first day of class, you come in, you sit down. That's your seat. Yeah. That is your seat. And then the second day of class, some one person moves seats, and then everyone has to move a seat because someone's exactly. in someone else's someone else's seat. And I'm like, if everyone just like was normal, not normal, but did the normal flow of sit in the seat you sat in before, nothing would be disrupted. Normal as in the acceptance of what society right. says. The machine yeah. would keep flowing if exactly. everyone just sat where they sat before. And we just went so communication right there. Oh, look, that's our major. It's what we do. Okay, but see, here's the thing with me. And you know I'm not afraid to let... I've talked about it on the radio before. I don't really care if people mm-hmm. know. I have disabilities. Mm-hmm. I have learning disabilities. We know this. I've said this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my paper says this is my seat. When I And I've told you, and you've seen it. When someone sits in my seat, I will literally walk into class, turn around, and walk right back out. I'm surprised you didn't just not come to class. Well, because I had the... the, ex, the oh, the, the pendulum thing. Yeah, it's the cat's cradle. Yeah. Um, not cat's Newton's cradle. cradle? Newton's cradle. 
So I kind of had to show up. Otherwise, no, I was literally going to turn around and just go back home. Yeah. Because that's just this is too stressful for me. Like, no. I would have. No. I would have literally set it down on the way in and left. But I think she realized it because she kept like standing by me. And if you like really paid attention, you could tell I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not on purpose. Like, I just genuinely can't handle that. Like, yeah. This is my seat. Don't mess with my seat. Little part I just said out there <laughs> later. <laughs> Um, so last week. No, but I week, can talk about me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's me. <laughs> um, so last week we had Asher Brooks on. Yes. Um. Which I realized I didn't say much and I'm sorry. I didn't realize until afterwards. It's okay. The show is really about him anyways. Pretty much. I just kind of was sitting there listening. He had great stories though because. He did. Um, the Rankin Den being a saloon before. I never knew that. I did. And I've actually been using that on my tours now and people are actually interested in that. I was like. I was like, yes, there used to be a saloon. And I was like, y'all probably don't care, though. And they're like, actually, no, like, that's really cool. Keep the fact coming. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, like, when he said the tunnel, I was like, yes, someone else that knows about the tunnel. Right. I knew the tunnel was there. I just never knew it connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I did, I've, actually, I did know it was connected. Someone told me, so a theater student told me about it. Because theater students know about all that stuff. Yeah. And they were telling me, like, it's this huge tunnel or this huge underground area and all this stuff and it leads somewhere else. And I was like, that's cool. Um, the Springer, I like buildings that have... Like intricates. Yeah. Intricacy. Yeah, you get it. It's like the underground um, bunkers. Like how they're all like linked. Or like Egyptian yeah. pyramids. Yeah. That must have took years because then you have to dig first of all. And then you got to build on top of where you dug. And, like, and then you got to hope and pray that it don't fall on you. I would have been Like scared. collapsed. Yeah. That's happened several times in Hogan Heroes. Well, luckily pyramids are designed to not collapse. True. Because equal, anyways, I was about to say anyway. equal and opposite forces. <laughs> well, and I totally bringing it back to the show. Believe aliens helped with that whole process. So, <laughs> um, uh, man, I'm so conflicted. Um, because at this point in my life, I'm like, whatever. Like yeah, that's that's me. I'm, I'm like, like, whatever happened did happen. I wish, I wish other cult or other groups of people didn't feel like they have to come in and destroy everything. Because like, when you come in and destroy everything, it ruins it for everyone else. Just because you're mad doesn't mean you should. But let's not get political. Like, it is what it is. Like, can we just, like, all chill and be, cal- like, calm and just live life and be happy? That's, yeah. that's my thought on the world. I agree with some of that. Let's just chill and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, because, like, I was on, um, I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, people suck. I was like, like, humanity is awful. And they're like, not everyone. Like, that's not fair to say everyone's like, so I was like, well, I didn't say everyone sucked. I said humanity sucks. In and, general. Right. And they're like, well, you can't let a few bad people represent the um, total. And, I, and that's like what I told y'all earlier. Like, if the window, if your glasses, like you, you said, if your glasses are dirty, the world is dirty. Because you can't yeah. see past the dirt. But you don't realize it until you take them off and clean them and put them back on. You're like, whoa, I see HD now. Right. But that would be mass murder. <laughs> if True. we took off half the world. True. <laughs> I was meaning that metaphorically. Yeah, and then I brought it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I get what you're saying, you know, because yeah. of my childhood and my disabilities that make me completely awkward in person, which if anyone knows me, you know I am very awkward. But I own it now, yeah. so I'm okay with it. But like, I was that person. Like, I hated humanity and I lumped everyone into this one person. Like, everyone was just a jerk. Yeah. And I didn't want to talk to anyone. Right. And then. I came to here, actually, and when I started my major here, um, there was one professor, I can't think of her name, but I took communication, like, the basic class with her. Public speaking. Yeah, the basic class. But she was, like, in the military. I don't know. I can't think of her name. But anyways, um, she was super cool. But then, you know, Dr. Kramer and Dr. Scott, Dr. Debbie, Dr. Slade, like, all of them came, Professor Stein, and I'm like, whoa, okay, so good people do exist. Right. You know, and then, like, having conversations with Dr. Gibson, I'm like, okay, so there are good people, you know? And then now I have, like, you people, and this whole studio is, like, my family. Yeah. But it's... Would you like to read my shirt for a second? Yes. It says I'm dead inside. So, that is exactly my attitude. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, like, for me, though, that was my, my perception of the world, is that everything is evil and bad, and right. there is no good. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just a jerk to everybody. Yeah. And, um... That's how families work. That's how people work. And then I came to communication. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to comment because I'm not, 
our show is not meant to be depressing because what I'm no. would say would be depressing. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but that's the upbeat. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and with with that taking that real quick, um, communication department and Dr. Scott, Dr. Debbie, you know, everyone that is in here that has been awesome. Um, they've really helped me come out of my shell. Yeah, and I'm I like I say I own my awkwardness. It's because of this department, right? Like I would not be this comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. if it wasn't for this department. Yeah, that's what happened with orientation. Like, and that's wow. I was about to get real cheesy up in here. <laughs> Hope you're not lactose intolerant. But um, so like when I came to CSU, like, I was super like super awkward talking to people. It freaked me out. But then I joined the orientation team because I was like, I want to get out of that, and I wanted to take the initiative to get out of that. And something good that CSU provides with like the teacher student relationship is real easy to create. Um. It's also support systems are really common here at CSU because, because like everyone's so personal. It's like a it's not a big school. It's not a small school. Um, everyone you find has their family, right? Everyone has their own business. You have your own subsections, but at the same time, I'll know eighty people from main campus, and I'm never uh-huh. on main campus. Exactly. So it's great having a support system, and that's your communication. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like <another> day. <laughs> well, and it's funny. You know, too, because everyone that knows me, like, in general, my whole life has known me. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, one, your disability already causes you to have, like, co- like issues with communication and understanding, like, sarcasm and like, yeah. facial reading and stuff. Right. The nonverbal, I'm really bad at. Yeah. Verbal is even worse. And I'm, like, terrified to speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what made you go into communication? Because everything that you are, like, you suck at is in communication. And I'm like, I I did no idea. It just sounded cool and I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool, like I said, because it's brought the the things that I'm not good at, it's not so much made them better. Yeah. But it's made me to be able to cope to look like it's better. Right. Like I said, the first um, speech I gave in one of the classes I took, I think it was interpersonal. I like literally paced the room. And then like two semesters later, I take, quantitative qualitative Mm -hmm. qualitative and i like beast the whole speech right i'm like whoa hold on was that me improvement yeah that did did that just happen like (laughs) yeah i had to go to my brother my brother had group therapy for 15 years um because he has pretty severe social anxiety still does um yeah he he works a job (laughs) where it's minimal contact he has his own Mm -hmm. space to himself he gets in his car. He goes home. He eats his lunch in the car. He plays his DS in the car. Like yeah, yeah. But he's I'm about to get married soon, so he's definitely getting out. See, that's like me. Like when school is done, like I've done my socialization, just simply going to class. Yeah. And then I go home. I go to my room and I chill alone. Yeah. And it's not like depressing in a bad way, right? Because it's not depressing at all. Like that's me. That's it's how eye time. I'm an introvert, an extreme introvert. I time, yeah. Yeah, that's how I recharge my batteries to yeah. be able to do it again the next day. Some conferences <laughs> I go to, um, they have what's called the I zone. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling overwhelmed, yes. you have the I zone. So you can be on your phone. They have chargers there for you, um, a nice, comfortable like couch area for you to just sit. And it's really cool. And uh, That's what my car is. Not to throw shade or anything, but um, my very, no, my second year on the team, the orientation team, we were at this conference and there was an I zone. And um, that second year is when I was like having French class and French was really difficult. And I was taking a lot of courses. My That was my 19 credit hour semester. So that was the very first year I ever had an anxiety attack. And so I was still like kind of mentally recovering from that. Because, um, you know, the first time you're like drained forever. So, I have no um, idea how you even did that. Yeah. So, I'm struggling I mean, over here with no, like nine. Still now it's like crazy. <laughs> but um, that at that point it was like three months after I did have it. And um, there was this eye zone and... I was already overwhelmed. Like, there was a party going on. I didn't want to be at the party. And it's a good party. Like, not, like, there's no yeah. bad, like, alcohol, drugs or anything. But I wanted to stay in the eye zone the whole time. Um, but our boss at the time put a 10-minute, 15-minute, like, limit of how long you can stay in the eye zone. I hate when people do that. Yeah. And, like, logistically, it makes sense because if you're taking up the eye zone, the eye zone will keep getting filled up. So yeah. then it's not even eye zone anymore. But at the same time... It's like you're putting a limit on how much time I need to recover exactly. from something. Or more um, importantly, if I'm having a meltdown, I don't need you to limit my meltdown. Because right. meltdowns are not going to be limited. Right, right. That's what I was saying. Like, logistically, it makes sense. But emotionally, mentally, and um, relationship-wise, like, yeah. 
I just end up either going to the bathroom or going to my car. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> we, I end up taking a bus back to the hotel room. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's usually what I do. But we've 15 minutes of communication <laughs> and existentialism. We can go into our topic for the day. Yeah. So welcome to us being chill. <laughs> yeah. This is the graveyard shift, just in case you forgot. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're super chill. Um, but anyways, back to the main topic of tonight. Um, I actually thought it would be cool to look at the haunted history of New Orleans. Uh, I call it New Orleans. I call it New Orleans. That's what most people call it. And random side note, we had this conversation beforehand. I'm also like dyslexic and stuff, so I read things weird. So Mm -hmm. I've always called it New Orleans. It's spelled that way. It is spelled that way. It's just like Illinois. I've always called it Illinois because that's how it's spelled. Right. And Home Depot. I still call it Home Depot. Arkansas. Kansas, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Japan. I used to call it Japan until yeah. my friend like literally hit me every time I said it. But look, no, because I remember when I was younger, the Captain Crunch box said, like, you have a puzzle, and it said you had to guess what country they had. So this kid was holding a sign that said J-A on it. Yes. And the and kid next to him had the pan. Yeah, yes. so I was like, Japan. <laughs> exactly. So that's how I just said things. And they were like, no, that's not right. I'm like, yeah. what? What? Who are you to tell me that's not right? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Anyway, so I'm going to say New Orleans. Go for it. Whether it is right or wrong. Please There's no such thing as right or wrong. Don't get pronounce. mad at me. <laughs> when, you, when it's your, the way you talk, no right or wrong. Yeah, apparently I have a country accent and I'm like, you do. I don't hear it, but yeah, whatever. I noticed. You said that. Yeah, it's just because I'm from a not Southern family. It's okay. Northern people come down and they're always stopping me. I'm like, I, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, how do I take that? Yeah, my mom's English. <laughs> like, I'm already so awkward enough. Like, <laughs> But, like, the, we've talked about this before, but the English, the Southern accent is really just, a, like, a watered-down English accent. It really is. So I'm kind of used to it, and it's funny because, you know, I just hear the similarities. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, and it's like Doctor Who, too. You mm-hmm. know, um, Tin is actually from Scotland. Yeah. And so when you hear his normal voice... Like, for me, I really didn't hear a difference. I had yeah. to really, really listen. It's more like, erratic, and it's like, blah, blah, like, exactly. more, it's rounded. I was more. like, whoa, he sounds like from, like, he's, like, American. Right. But then I had to really, really listen, and I was, oh, 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 yeah. okay. I'm really good at even telling, um, just because my mom, over all the years, um, at telling if you're from Northern England, Central England, closer to Wales, closer to, um, like, Dartmouth, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, just knowing which region you're from, um, pretty cool, um. And you don't even think about it because even in America, we have different types of accents. Yeah. Like, you know, you're from California or from Georgia, Alabama yeah. yeah, or for New York, Chicago, even. And then you don't think about other countries having those dialects. Like no. when me and my sister are really into Korean culture. Um, they were talking about accents from different sub regions. And I was like, how do you know? But then I'm like. But we have it here, yeah. But we're just gigantic. America's way too big. (laughs) Very true. But to bring it back to New Orleans, yeah, you know, New Orleans is like that. Yeah, you go down there and you're gonna find like this whole different language, Mm -hmm. and it's so cool. Like I want to go down there because I've never have, but I want to go. Um, I actually want to go near Mardi Gras, but that was like that's probably not. That's what he said. He was like, no, my dad. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, he was like, no. He'll be overstimulated. Probably, but you know what? I, I got to experience something, <laughs> you sure. know? Yeah. You only live once. I couldn't do it. I would probably like last 10 seconds and then go away. But then again, I don't know because I thought the same thing about Nerdicon and ended up staying the whole time. But you were in your element. I was in my element. The Mardi Gras is more, I mean, okay, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to comment on that because I don't, I've never been, so I'm not going to yeah. say what I think it is. But I don't know. I've only seen things like, um, videos and stuff yeah but that's how i'm forming my opinion but but then gonna... i also want to go on an off season when it's just a typical every day mm-hmm. just to see what like it's like on every day because yeah. you, you know everyone gives it so much hype yeah and that's kind of why i wanted to look into this stuff because mm-hmm. like there's these like new orleans and um los angeles actually yeah. la right you know and um the strip and all like they give there's so much that you hear about it and it's all this, this happens on this, and this is, like, the big thing. But you're like, what happens every day? Like, yeah. what's what's on a general basis? Like, that's right. what I want to know about. Yeah, and um, uh, just to bring it back to ghosts again. <laughs> um, uh, That thing I was going to tell you earlier, my mom and I were in the car yesterday, and she was like, the one thing that gets me is, why are there no caveman ghosts? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Maybe there's, like, an expiration date oh, on your soul. <laughs> I literally was going to ask you this when I was looking up stuff because I was looking at paranormal and 
for some reason, I'm on a dinosaur kick lately. Oh. I mean, I love dinosaurs already, but, like, I've really been into them lately and wanting to know, like, everything possible. I don't know. I'm I, Like I said, I'm weird. Just go with it. But um, I was thinking, like, how cool would it be if we saw, like, a ghost dinosaur? You know? Like, the- what if a T-Rex just walked through here? As a ghost. But that's one of the main reasons I don't necessarily completely believe in ghosts is because why are, there would be ghost animals off the wazoo in this country or in the world, like ghost there squirrels. Are. I'm talking about like cr- like crazy. Like I'm talking about like theoretically the my whole street would be covered in dead squirrels or cats or something. I think that there is. We just don't notice it. Yeah, and my... Because animals are different than humans, you know? And humans know how to interact and get your attention, and animals don't. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know, because there's definitely a double standard in that aspect of... Because I've heard plenty of people in the past say there um there are such things as ghosts, but not a- animal ghosts, because animals don't have the brain power to be ghosts. So I was like, well... um, There's cat ghosts. Right, and like moreover, when you're dead, you don't have a brain. Exactly. So you can't... Your brain has nothing to do with it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, th- I just thought it'd be cool to see like a dinosaur yeah. ghost. I wish there was a. Or like how pirates actually existed. Yeah. That would be cool if you like go to New Orleans and there's like pirates. My mom loves pirates. I She's know. convinced she was a pirate in past <laughs> life. She's convinced. Oh my goodness. But I wish there was a theology class here so, at CSU. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. at first it started out being I wanted to be a vet. Yeah. Then I realized I had to deal with like dying animals and I said, hey, nope. Mm-hmm. Then I wanted to be an astronaut. That's what I wanted to be at first. And then I like really looked into it and said, <laughs> "I'm too stupid." Whereas I, like, I don't even like roller coasters. So that's no, enough. I love roller coasters. No, I can't. But literally, what I thought was, I'm not smart enough to do that. So we're gonna move on to something else. Oh well. So the next thing was, I wanted to be a pirate. Yeah. Oh, that's not a profession. <laughs> exactly. My oh. mom is like, um, that you don't make money from. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you. Well, do. you can if you're on the boardwalk or something. <laughs> And she was like, no, no, I want to be like a legit pirate. Yeah, Mom's right. like, those don't exist anymore. I'm like, how do you know? Well, they do, but they're legal. Exactly. Somalian how pirates. do you know? <laughs> and yeah, it's, I used to want to be the. Then I want to be an artist. And Mom was like, I neither to be a chef. of those. Chefs. But see, I could see you a chef. I'm not good at cooking. I mean, I could become good at cooking. <laughs> I don't growth know. Growth mindset. Hashtag growth mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We uh, the CSU is implementing this program where you learn the difference between growth and fixed mindset as you enter through orientation. Oh, yeah, because like fixed mindset is I'll never be good at this. Like me, I used to be like that with math. Like I'm never gonna. <laughs> that be good was at me math. with a, like being an astronaut. I was right, like, I'm way too stupid for but that. But growth, growth mindset is I can if I try to make it there one day. Yeah, I had that mindset too, and then I realized that's just uh, no. It's yeah. time to find something else. Oh well, yeah, because like I don't have the energy. Like I'm sure I could do it if I really applied myself, but I don't have the energy to apply myself that hard. Nah, man, it's doing. I'm doing good to get out of the bed. I ain't gonna lie. right. Like, like I'm really not gonna lie. I'm doing good to get out of the bed and show up. Right, I was gonna meet my friend. <laughs> Y'all know DC from Pillow Talk. I was coming to meet her this morning so we can do some homework together, and um, <laughs> which I, I haven't done yet. I was supposed to be here at 10 a.m. <laughs> Um, to meet her, but I rolled out of here at like nine fifty and got here at like ten twenty. Dude, my class starts at one thirty in like the evening, mm-hmm. like after lunch. Yeah, I'm lucky if I show up and find a parking spot at like one twenty five. Where's your class? Right down there in Frank Brown. Oh, where yeah. do you park? If you, are... I usually just park right next to that bridge where all the construction is. Mm-hmm. There's oh, like a bunch it's of a parking. little down the street. Yeah, it's like four hours of parking right there, yeah. but it's like. Not even a block. It's like maybe in my because I count steps. Yeah, it's like thirty five steps from my car to this build to the building. So it's not that much, right? Yeah, it's just it's further to park in the Tenth Street um parking garage yeah. and walk than it is to park there. Yeah, and I I like that building. Um, but so that I'm not even going to that bridge. I hate that bridge. I don't know. I felt like an idiot the first day of class because I couldn't figure out how to get into the building. So I walked into the fence twice. Because I didn't realize you had to scan in. And then I walked all over the building trying to figure out how to get in, only to find out every single door that I opened that was locked, yeah. there was a scanner thing yeah. five feet away On at hip height. Yeah. I was like, I feel like an idiot. I hope no one saw it happening. I don't know, but I'm just really glad I had a cast on at that time, which I don't anymore. Yeah. Because I ran into the fence, like, with my arm. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, there's a button. Yeah. I feel brilliant now. That happened. <laughs> yeah, so anyways... <laughs> I feel, but see, that's what I feel like would happen if I went to New Orleans. 
Because I'm so directionally challenged anyways, and I don't know my left from my right because, you know, I'm, like, equal with everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I would get so lost, and then I would just sit down on the street and be like, okay, whatever. LOL. Someone will find me. That's my attitude. <laughs> that's me Every all the time. Day. I'm like, whatever. Someone will eventually find me. And mom's like, that's how people get kidnapped. I'm like, mom, really? People don't want to kidnap me. Like, you have you know. met me? <laughs> I would one. drive people. In. My dad even says I'm not kidnapping quality. Like, I would drive someone insane. As a kid, he was like, no, if someone kidnapped you, they would literally open the door and put you on the side of the road just because you wouldn't shut up. <laughs> oh, that's a great confidence booster, though. Yeah, but like it was it. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, For like, sure. Okay, whatever. But that was back when I talked a lot, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I I only talk a lot these days if I'm... You know that. It's like in between <laughs> you're tired and... Like, you're just a little tired and, like, completely tired of hear the train. Yeah, and you, like, have that burst of random energy and you're just like blah, blah, blah. that's what i had just before I our know. show started but now i'm like my eyes were not staying open my tone is not dynamic that was me driving in today like i said i was just poor people on the road probably thought i was insane because i was slapping myself literally trying to wake up it was horrible yeah i should not you know i should get some sleep i hate that train yeah i guess we're gonna wait for that I know it's not the train's fault, but I just, I wish it didn't, wasn't here. I mean, it's really a good thing that. Um, I mean, I like trains. Yeah. I've never said that. I like trains. I don't like the loudness yeah. of the train. But I like that it comes down the street because it's kind of something unique to it Columbus. Because you don't see, you don't usually see trains go through a city. And I love when people come here and like, there's a train in the street. Oh my God. And they're freaking out. I'm like, they're little fresh newbies that are like, what in the world? And they're like freaking out and taking pictures and like FaceTiming people. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're so adorable. Because yeah. <laughs> that's that's a common occurrence three or four times a day. Oh, yeah. I was driving down it like beside it yeah. one day and I video recorded it and sent it to my mom. I was like, hey, mom, look, I'm driving next to the train. And she was like, please be careful. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny, though, because. Um, that was one- before the rule, by the way, about cell phones. Yeah. This one lady was like. <laughs> How do you drive when there's a train? I was like, you go next to it. And they're like, yeah. what do you mean? You just drive next to yeah, it. Yeah, but she didn't know that there's two there's lanes next to it. Oh. Because, so, like, the train is like designed to be. Yeah, like, the des- train's not in a lane. It's kind of the border between two lanes. Yeah. It kind of splits the street in half. Yeah, which it sounds so complicated when you try to explain it, but it makes a lot of sense. Anyways, <laughs> so now that we've talked a long time about not even our topic. No, look, that was that was, <laughs> this this whole first section was existentialism and communication. Yeah, it's basically just chill like intro to you yeah. guys. That's what we were doing. It was a 27-minute intro cuz now we got to go to our break. Cool. Well, there we go. When we come back from our break, we'll talk about New Orleans. What we're supposed to be talking about. Um so Amelia chose this song. It yeah. is um you probably know it. It's not brand new, but it's a really good song and I definitely vibe with it. Um but is it brand new? Uh, oh no no no, 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 no. All three years. Yeah. Um it's called Roots by Imagine Dragons. I love it.
you grow. Trouble found me. Trouble found me. And though it's gotta go like this, I know hell will always come before you grow. Trouble found me. Trouble found me. And we're back right here on Cougar Radio. Rar. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, my name is Matt. I'm Amelia. Um, yeah, we're I, changing it up. <laughs> I kept meaning to say Matthew because I'm changing my radio name, but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Oh, my goodness. But what you got, what you got. Yeah, um, let me get off of homework. <laughs> Not that I'm doing homework here. I was just looking at it real quick before we go to class. Later on. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> No, tomorrow's Saturday. Oh, m- tomorrow, Monday. next business day. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. So the first thing I found was like the French quarters. Oh, I know that. You do know about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't, I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard of it in the sense of like, just in a story, but I've not heard anything about it. If I'm correct, that's where um, the French soldiers stayed and, um, wait, French quarters, sorry. That's where the Frenchmen stayed. Um, I don't, I can't remember if that was like where the actual French people or if it was the black descendant French people. I guess. Oh. Not, no, that's not what I'm reading. What, what is it? <laughs> what I read about was LaLaurie Manson. Oh, this is a... The lady. The one who killed slaves and then yes. used their blood as moisturizer? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. This is the French-speaking district, I think. Yeah. Um, basically, in this website... Okay. First of all, random side note again. Yes. Not just for websites, but even for textbooks and any professor listening. Uh-huh. Don't make things complicated. Like, just break it down to something totally simple. Like, this thing over here says, the um, widely known as the French Quarter's Macabre Tales. Oh, why can't you just say gruesome tales? Uh, wait, what's the word they used? Macabre. Oh. And then they said her opulent home. Oh, opulent. Like, why can't you just say wealthy home? Like, <laughs> you, you made me go and Google stuff. Like, right. come on, man. Just because I'm in college doesn't mean I know all these big words. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, back from the side note. Um, she was actually had this house that was on, apparently, 1140 Royal Street. Mm-hmm. Which I think is interesting that a street is called Royal. Sounds like something in England. Yeah, Napoleon was the emperor or whatever by the, at that point. Anyways, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, and I don't know what year that is, but in the 18-something, that's when Napoleon was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm horrible at history, man. <laughs> don't I love ask me. <laughs> I know about wars, but that's about it. Um, that's all I ever paid attention to in high school. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she, like you said, mistreated slaves, which apparently was illegal, but was she it? did it. Anyways, and society began to shun her. She's a bad apple. Yeah. So, um, basically, like a wit, one of the neighbors said that they watched her chase a young servant girl, oh, and with, with like a whip. Right. And another one saw the girl leap from the roof of the house. <gasps> yeah, I'm not gonna say what happens. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I think we're gonna draw happened. conclusions there. Yeah. Hmm. So. <laughs> And uh, they said that was the point where the neighbors called authorities and ended her social career. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, the lady's, like, mistreating slaves. <laughs> she needs to, like, be locked She does, up. yeah. Anyways. Um, so they said upon her arrest, the authorities removed, like, a ton of slaves from her house. Was like, she, like, a ton. Dang, she was hoarding them. Yeah. And then later, a short time after a fire broke out in the kitchen... Mm-hmm. And um, the efforts of the fire, like fire neighbors and firemen, firefighters, yeah, they worded it really weird. Anyways, they stumbled upon her like attic torture chamber. Oh no! Oh wait, okay, because this was an American Horror Story coven. That's why I know it. Yes, and like not very decently, inhumane ways. Slaves, most of them were dead. Oh. 
others were discovered. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like back in that time with the like disabled and all. When yeah. The asylums were really bad and mistreated people. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much how it was. But they said it was like watching a- animals because they were ca- they were in cages and like tied to the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So apparently, when the news they the findings were published in the local news, an angry mob drove her and her family out of the city. Angry mob. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So they say reports that they report that the house is haunted and and that there's been a lot of rampant reports about it. Right. Um, Many have claimed to hear screams of agony coming from the empty house, which makes sense. Um, Others have seen apparitions of slaves walking around the property, which makes sense as well with the crazy history behind it. And then they say there also are reports of being attacked by angry slaves in chains. Wow. Yeah. So the house has changed several hands numerous times. A lot of people bought it, basically, is what they were saying. Um, And it's apparently not a private home anymore. So it's like an apartment now? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a musical conservatory. That's it. It was also a um, school for young women. Okay. And it was a saloon. Oh, wait. I feel like, uh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? BuzzFeed Unsolved went there. Yes. That's why I know it. Okay. Both of those. Wow. <laughs> and uh, among the things, they said many of the building owners have experienced some form of misery or another associated with this house. That's rough. Clearly, New Orleans women's aren't necessarily ladies. Yeah. Is I, what this says. I, I kind of want to go outside of this house and just sit out of it. Yeah, it says another one of the French Quarter's well-known dark characters is this lady's Marie Lavie. Yeah. That's what she ended up becoming. Like her name. I guess she changed her name, which, I mean, I get sense. That makes sense. If you're going to do something evil and then get drove out of the city, you should probably change your name. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that was the first thing I found. I like it. So you found it on BuzzFeed? Yeah. um, So they were actually in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they went to different places in New Orleans. Um, and one of the, there it was a voodoo episode as well when they were in New Orleans. So they, there's this place called the Voodoo House or something. And this lady had to do a whole incantation thing to um, ward off or to protect themselves really? before they went into the place. Huh. But it's so weird. Um, I was totally, because you know, the dude, what's his name? Shane. It's like uh-huh. super like chill. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of you. Yeah. So he, um, the way he was, this lady was doing her incantations and stuff, and he was just looking at her like, okay, that's weird looking. And that's exactly what I was looking like. I was like, she's like doing a lot of stuff. I feel like that's going to be me, because I want to go home and watch this now, but that's probably going to be me looking at it like, what, what is going on? Yeah. I don't I'm think so she was confused. like, I don't know. I can't remember, but it was, it was real funny. <laughs> it's kind of like if you've ever watched MASH, and if you, you know me, I'm a giant MASH fan. But one of the episodes is because it's during the Korean War. Yeah. One of the Korean men that lives there comes in because he's wounded and he's like, there's bad spirits. I'm not going to let you operate on me through his daughters. He says this. Yeah. She translate um, until you get rid of the, the evil spirits. So this like witch doctor voodoo lady comes in and like does, goes all over the camp and you're just kind of going. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's interesting. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But. I was just looking like, uh, what? what in the world? Yeah. yeah. What, what's going on? <laughs> voodoo, the idea of voodoo is really cool. It is, but it's also kind of funny. And, 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 you know, speaking of voodoo, have you seen, which I'm sure you have, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island? Yes, 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 yes. That yes, is probably yes. one of my absolute favorite movies. That was my very first Scooby-Doo movie. That is what I watch every New Year. Because uh-huh. it showed on Cartoon Network for like three years in a row. Yeah. And it became my New Year's movie. I was going to say, that's like, yeah. random. It's very random. I don't know why they did that. But anyway. <laughs> um, so the other one was St. Louis Cemetery number one, because apparently there's more than one of them. And this Mary Levy. She comes up again. Mary Levy. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, oh, no. Okay. So this is a completely different lady than the one yeah, before. Right. Okay. Got you. So they said both her life and her burial place have evoked interest. Because apparently she is an undisputed queen of voodoo oh. who is buried in St. Louis' number one cemetery. Because, again, apparently there's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> which they also say is the city's oldest burial ground, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Like, I really like 
old cemeteries. Yeah. Like, my mom does. They're creepy, but they're super cool to look at. Like the one uh, over by uh, the Piedmont Hospital up yeah. here. There's that one. My mom says, like, let's go in there so we can take your pictures. And I was like, I don't know if I feel comfortable having a quote-unquote photo shoot <laughs> on top of people's dead bodies. See, Stephen and I used to go. Stephen, if you don't know, is my brother. Your bro, bro. Um, yeah, he's like amazing. He Thanks. was my hero growing up, but and he still is. But um, we would go to like the um, cemeteries. I lost my word because mm-hmm. apparently I can't English now. <laughs> but we went to uh, cemeteries and we would see like as a game who could find the oldest headstone there. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I guess in a way. I don't know. I keep thinking every time. I was in every, anytime I'm in a graveyard, I'm stepping over patches because I don't want to walk on someone's body. Mm-hmm. Now, the graveyards in England are way different than the ones here. Really? Um, the old ones because my mom's father's, um, my mom's father was buried in one behind a cathedral up in Worcestershire. And, um, their graves are close together and you don't know where they start or end. Like they're just, oh man, I would hate that. They're not as super organized um, as the ones here. And so I was like, and I'm, that, I'm not speaking about all graveyards, just the one I was in specifically yeah. in Great Malvern. I was like stepping over stuff and I was like, I'm sorry. And then I know I do that, too, even though because like, again, me and my brother went so many times. He showed me how to correctly walk mm-hmm. so you don't step on anyone. Right. But every now and then I would accidentally mess up or fall and I'd step on someone. and I'm like, I'm sorry, person. I'm sorry, person. I, I, I know you're that. dead, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I did that because uh, King Henry VIII is buried in um, St. Paul's. It's one of the cathedrals. One of them. And I, I accidentally stepped on the grave. I was like, oh, and my mom was like, well, why are you why are you freaking out? I was like, because like there's dead this, bodies. It's called here. respect. <laughs> I, I mean, I was I was just like, I feel like it's like really like, weird. Well, see. and like I said, I want to respect them, even though they're not like, you know, the best people. breathing. Oh, still. <laughs> I went in a whole different direction. <laughs> yeah. But um, OK, so that says that the waterlogged swampy soil mm. of New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, is built with like making more digging than a couple of feet impractical. Okay. So basically, I had to reread that. So like that. you have to dig deep so yeah. that they don't rise or slip out. Got you. See, this is why I love you. Because you explain <laughs> stuff that I don't understand. Yeah, no, because that's exactly what I was thinking about. Because the graveyard was built on a hill in England and I was slipping sliding. I was like, how do these <laughs> coffins not fall? Exactly. Or like run into each other. Yeah. If that's even possible. Um. So it says that for... Especially if the reason for digging of the burial is more than substantial than a hamster. They're so using apparently s- you only would like bury a hamster. They really like metaphors. I know. <laughs> but uh, so they said that the gruesome revelation was made soon after the city's first cemetery was established on St. Peter Street. I love these names. Yeah. It still reminds me like we're in England, but we're not. We're in New Orleans. Yeah. I feel like the English colony was created in New Orleans. Oh, that was the French. French. Yeah. Close, okay. though. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> the graves started popping to the surface. Oh, my goodness. With a grim hello. <laughs> and the bodies would float down the street when it was flooded. I should not be laughing. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that? Like, if you're standing in your, your house and you're like, um... There goes dead bodies. Right, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> I just really shouldn't be laughing. I'm such a horrible person. Um, so the solution was to avoid burial altogether. So they housed the dead in a ba- above-ground tombs? Okay, so that's where that idea came from. Because they have one over in um, one of the cemeteries. Yeah, in Columbus. yeah. I, it's like mausoleums. Part. Yeah, mausoleum. Thank you. I can't say that word. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, so it's the in the mid eighteen hundreds, the sites of the hundreds of little marble like green or stone houses mm-hmm. led to the coining of the term "city of the dead" or "cities of the dead." So St. Louis Number One was established in, by the Spanish, which is funny because we keep saying French, right? In seventeen eighty nine, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And in addition, many of the city's first occupants. And were more notorious uh, personalities mm-hmm. were embodied and then entombed in these mausoleums. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Supreme Court decided that they needed to establish separate but equal Jim Crow laws for African American and whites. Jesus. Yeah. So the tombs were all a whitewashed stucco covered red brick and shine with their own eerie brilliance. 
this person really loves uh what's it called uh imagery yeah well they have a picture of it like this is one of them but they're basically uh, saying they uh, had to separate it to where you couldn't bury everyone together. Like, you had to separate yeah. it by race. So if you've seen American Horror Story Coven at that one time where she was pushed into the grave, um, she was, like, buried alive, the lady. Um, That's what it looked like. Um, The grave mausoleums are white. They're close together. It looks like you're looking at a small storage unit area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It does look like storage units, but like mini, mini storage units. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's technically, they it is are. interesting. But it's saying that it's easy to find Levine's tomb mm-hmm. because there's many small red X's that cover the surface, which is what, is what I just showed you. Yeah. Um, that signs visitors have like wished hope of obtaining her assistance, I guess, like as in voodoo assistance. Yeah. Um, so they will leave behind like coins and herbs, beans, bones. I don't know why. Bags, flowers, and other stuff, basically. Some believe that she materializes annually to lead the faithful uh, in the worship of St. John even. But the ghost is always recognizable, they say, thanks to the knotted handkerchief that she wears around her neck. That's interesting. I know. Does anyone have pictures? No. (laughs) Like, how do you not have a picture of that? That'd be interesting. I wonder why. I wonder if. I need personal stories is what I need. Yeah. It says she was one of the one of the um, of them that among the French quarters that are like haunted locals. Yeah. You know, like it, it was an actual local. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool though. I like that. Yeah. Uh wow. I I do like old cities, but I I know England or uh, America's definitely not as old as England and all that great stuff, but No. But I like the history behind stuff like that. Yeah. I've never been that interested in America though. No, I'm not really interested in history either. Until you throw in the paranormal part, I love history. Then I love parent. Then I love history, and uh, like history when we're like in school learning. Yeah, I say like a lot. I just realized that. Anyways, in school when we would learn history, it's one of those things that I only liked it when we talked about wars. Uh, I love history. I like the like because like you make connections. You're like, oh, that's why that happened, or why they think that happened. Yeah, I'm just like I'm bored. Can yeah, we're we talking like... about the chariot in my class now. And I was like, wow. I Because anytime I think of chariots, I think of Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Another girl says she thinks of Greeks, like the Olympian game, Olympic Games and stuff. But I was yeah, like, I was about to say that little giant stone circle thing, I whatever think you of, call it. Wow, I think of um, the Colosseum. Yeah, I think Colosseum. Of, I immediately thought of Egypt because the myth is that uh, King Tut died from a chariot incident. Really? Yeah, that's just one of the many myths of how he died. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. My, like, watch was telling me, time to stand up. I don't want to stand up. Uh-huh. Leave me alone. <laughs> My watch does that a lot. I usually just dismiss it because, you know, I don't like standing up. I'm lazy. Um. So, another one that I found was Lafayette's Blacksmith um, Shop Bar. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed pretty interesting. But it was a small town... Ta- oh, Tavern, Lord, I can't talk. <laughs> located on the corner of Bourbon and St. Philip, and it is the oldest surviving building in New Orleans. I think everyone knows Bourbon Street. But I thought that was the coolest thing. Like, it is the oldest surviving building. Wow. Like, how cool would it be to see what that looks like? Yeah. You know, the architect and all. Right. Uh, but anyways, it was built somewhere between 1722 and 1732. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Like, we were in 2018. Yeah. That's a lot of math. <laughs> what, 300 years ago? Something like that. I'm about to have to do math on homework, so I don't feel like doing math. Yeah, you'll get it later. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> so the property was to believe to be used by Jean and Pierre. Mm-hmm. I like that name. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette? Lafayette? Lafitte? I don't know. I'm saying Lafayette. That. I'm yeah. saying it weird. It was used as a base for the barbaritarian smuggling operation. Yeah, I don't know what that is. You can try to announce it if you want to, but Wait, I can't. How do you spell it? Right here. Some kind of operation. Let's, I can't. Let's read it. Um, I can't speak. Where did it go? Oh, my Jesus. It disappeared on me. Uh, no. No, no. No, no, no. See, this is why I don't use touch screen. Uh, 
See? Uh, I'm going to assume it's like Barataria, but it could be Barataria. Who I knows? don't even know. I've never okay. seen that word before. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I thought you were either. meaning like ba- Barbadian, Barbados, people or like, from Barbados. Or yeah, something. or Barbarian, but that's what I was trying to say because that's what my brain was trying to read, right, but that was definitely not there. But anyways, <laughs> a French-American pirate and privateer, Jean Lafitte, I'm going to call him, plundered the waters of the Gulf of Mexico. Some stories claim that the Buccaneers' treasures is buried in the building's bricks. Oh. Like, how cool would that be? Yeah. You know, because, and that means that they would, that, those bricks, those bricks would have to have been made out of mud. Yeah. You know, like the old school mud. Yeah. That'd be cool. I wonder if that's true. But I'm surprised no one's, I guess they don't, because it's historic. So yeah, you don't want to destroy it. Watch it, because when they do destroy it, watch it be nothing in there. <laughs> exactly. One of those myths. <laughs> and uh, it says that the fireplace grate in the downstairs of the bar is rumored to be the resting place of some of the plunder. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> we said it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <we're> like, <laughs> uh, it says some say they see a pair of ghostly eyes mm-hmm. that will stare at you from the gate. Yeah. And others say that the ghost of the pirate is guarding the treasure. He can't do anything to you. Like he, he haunts you because he's guarding it. Yeah. But yeah, they say it's Gene. Interesting. See, look, I, I used to be like, if if I were to be haunted by a ghost, I wouldn't care because they can't necessarily hurt you depending on <laughs> whatever you say. But Like that one episode where I couldn't keep my composure because the lady's trying to hit it with a bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is Yeah, but do? like... I'm I'm very scared of everything. Like I get scared easily. So if I'm just chilling, I'm like it's like two a.m. and I'm going to use the bathroom. I'm washing my hands. I look in the mirror and you're behind me because I have your treasure. Yeah, I'm gonna put it back because I'm not trying to be followed. You know, <laughs> that actually happened yesterday. Not like in a ghost way. Yeah. But I was talking to my mom and the fan because I have a loft bed. Yeah. And the fan up top was making it sound like it was raining. So while I'm talking to my mom, I looked out the window to see if it was raining. Yeah. When I turn back around, my dad is literally two feet from my face, and I about jumped out of my skin. Why'd he walk in? And my mom was like, what is wrong? And I said, dad's in front of me, and he scared the crap out of me, because he was trying to fix my steps. Yeah. Because they aren't secure. Yeah. So he was trying to secure them. I suppose you didn't hear that. No, I didn't hear him. And it's crazy, because I always hear him, even though he's like a silent ninja. So he... (laughs) But that's that's one of those scenarios where I'm like, okay, see, this is why I like ghosts, because <laughs> they don't creep up on you like that. <laughs> Not I mean, me, anyway. I would have got I would have got scarred. <laughs> yeah. But um, was that the end of Lafitte? Yeah, that was the end of him. Um, then you have your duty. Yeah. Of of wait, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Here we go. Creature of the week. I don't say blah blah blah. That's the first and last creative thing I'll ever do with my life. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> I don't. Uh. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna flip and find something, and then because I clearly can't English today, I'm gonna let you read it. Okay, I was gonna say, watch it be this really difficultly long <laughs> word because a lot of these words are um, like a lot of these things don't seem to be of American origin yeah. at all. So a lot of the words are different. A lot of them are African. Why there? Okay. What uh, is that? Wait, we already did that one. <laughs> It's, it was Medusa. We did do that one. Okay, let's do this again. Oh. It would be one we've done. Like, <laughs> what are the odds? See, this is why we need to keep track. Let's go with something like right here. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing there. Oh, I, I thought you were. Yeah, you can do that one or oh. this one. Let's do that is one. Is that a consonant next to another consonant? Wait, which one? The little one. Knuckle Or that or one. Which one you want? Yeah, the one I can pronounce. Because <laughs> the one that, this one's Indian, um, uh, Hindu. It's It says N-R. Yeah. Uh, Simha or something like that. But I don't, consonants should not be next to each other like that. So I'm going to do the other one. Not to be like culturally ignorant or anything. But I, just, I thought that's what you said. But then I heard consonant. So like I was thinking English and verbs. And yeah, like, consonant. Like, okay, good. An N should not be next to an R. Cause, exactly. Like okay. how do you. Anyways, <laughs> the one the uh, one we're going to read super short. It's Nukalevi. Something like that. It's N-U-C-K-A-L-E-V-E-E. So Nukalevi. Um, the Nukalevi is a sea monster of Irish legend. It lives around the coastal areas and is predatory. It has the appearance of a centaur, but has no skin. Wow. Um, wait, how does, it, how does it look like a centaur? Centaurs it, are horse people. Exactly. Okay. So is it like a muscular, like, do you see its muscular system? I'm going to Google it in a second. <laughs> um, its ghastly appearance makes people shudder. 
as if a hundred thousands of people saw it or something, <laughs> um, which is to say nothing of its poisonous, stinking breath with its over in with when in which it overpowers its victims. <laughs> the only way to escape the Nekalevi is to cross fresh water, which it cannot go in. Let's look it up really quick. Huh? Because. That. It's almost like that theory that I heard somewhere, which I think is completely false because I've seen it happen. But like, if you are being chased by someone on a horse, cross like a really deep river because mm-hmm. a horse is afraid to go in the water. Uh, horses can swim. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so interestingly enough, these drawings are all of, um, none of them really involve water. No. Uh, oh, some that one of them does. do. Yeah. So, okay. So, so that- the way it looks like, it looks like a, a person Lost all its skin, and you just see all of its muscles. It's basically and like it's stuck to a horse in an in anatomy. When you have the muscular system picture yeah, of a human, the pinkness of it. Yeah, like you see all the muscles. Like add that human to a horse, and like, then do that same thing to the horse, and that's what you get. Like it looks like this person was riding a horse, and someone threw acid on them, and they melted together. Yeah. Oh, this one says um, it's some um, mythological facts. It says fact number one hundred sixty six. The Nukalevi is a horse-like demon, a hybrid of sheer evil who brings plagues and disasters to the islanders while its poisonous breast kills crops and sickens livestock. Huh. Uh, I always forget Ireland's an uh, um, island, so I was like, um, what island? But I got it. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's I'm, cool. Hey, look at that. We Google stuff and we find things. Right, it's super nasty, though. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. That's really it, disgusting. That's interesting. It looks really bad. Um, but that is actually all for our show. Yeah. Um, it's a good Friday night. Um, Pretty chill again. Um, we'll have like a legit topic and stay on topic next week. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I don't want to promise anything. <laughs> um, but um, yes, this has been the Graveyard Shift on Cougar Radio. Um, my name is Matt. I'm Amelia. And stay safe out there on your weekend. Oh, by the way, I chose the song. I went with the song by Willow Smith. I love Willow Smith today. Yeah. It's called Jimmy, but I chose it because it has the space feel to it. Like it feels so open to me. But uh, anyways, have a great weekend. Back on earth, trying to wreak some havoc